Hey, this is Alex Terranova, and this is the Dream Mason Podcast. We've been taught to behave, to fit in, to follow the rules, but Dream Masons reject conventional thought. Dream Masons are rebels. They take a chisel to the marble that is typical traditional life. They carve out brilliance and broadcast it to the world. Join me for another chapter as we unmask convention, embrace the rebels within us, and more deeply come to explore the complex and agitated edges of our existence. Now, before we get started, please don't be a rebel yet and grab your phone and hit that little button that says subscribe. Thank you. Because your dreams don't build themselves. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dream Mason podcast. I want to talk about shit I hate today and shit that is driving me crazy. So the first one, uh, this week I saw an ad from Brendan Bruchard. Now I got to say, Brendan Bruchard is normally somebody I like really admire, look up to, is putting out a lot of great content, a lot of great um, uh, tools for people to elevate their life and their businesses. But this week I saw an ad from Brendan Bruchard that said basically like create your dream business in seven days and now granted the program was only seven dollars but what i really felt when i saw it is no one's creating their dream business in seven days you might create a plan for your dream business you might create the layout for your dream business you might create the ideas for your dream business you might create the motivation for your dream business but you're not creating your dream business in seven days now, I get it doesn't say that will exist, but it's misleading. And I felt like from, you know, from some random person on social media, fine, whatever. But from Brendan Bruchard, person who's, uh, you know, appears on the outside, like their business is extraordinary, um, to it felt like a move to capture a measly $7 from a lot of people. And you know, look, I hope I, I'm actually sure the program is probably great. It's probably very much worth $7. I probably bet it's worth way more than $7. But again, we come back to this misleading idea. It, it feels like it's preying on people who are desperate for something different, who are afraid of what's going on in the world, who aren't succeeding in various ways. And they're like, oh my God, I can have my dream business in seven days. And you're not going to have your dream business in seven days. You're not going to hit your goals in seven days. You're not going to create the life that you desire in seven days. You know what happens to people that get what they want in seven days? They end up losing it all. It's like lottery winners. Lottery winners get all their dreams in seven days or in a few you know, uh, numbers. And what happens to most lottery winners? They lose all their money. They go broke because they haven't actually changed anything about who they are. So it's like you give them money and the same reasons that they are poor often make them poor again, even when you've given them the money. Now, Brandon Bouchard can give you all these things that might be fantastic, but if you don't do the work to break your habits, change your mindset and your behavior, at the end of those seven days, you're just going to have some papers and some tools and yes, you'll only be out $7, not that big of a deal. But I think, right, it's like, I don't know that if, if, if y'all would feel this way, 
But if you knew somebody wasn't homeless and wasn't suffering and didn't need handouts and they were out on the street asking everyone for a dollar. Now, who cares if I give them a dollar? Who cares if you probably give them a dollar? But if they're getting a dollar from hundreds and hundreds of people and they had money in the bank and they whatever, and maybe you could say, well, people feel good giving them a dollar. It still feels like icky that like this, this idea that they don't actually need that and they're and we're not actually giving or getting what we think we are. So I, I had to come on here. I, I was talking to Evan about this. And she agreed with me and we were both just saying how kind of yucky it feels and, and how we expect more from people that we look up to. And, you know, maybe, maybe I can sit here and look at myself and, and not judge or not criticize. Um, and maybe it's a reflection of where I think I'm not providing a certain level of value. Who knows? Maybe. Um, I do always like to look in the mirror and look at everything that I bring to y'all, anything that I feel like I that really triggers me or upsets me. I want to look at it. But this really rubbed me the wrong way. And I feel like I see it all the time. And I know, I, I shouldn't say no. I, I'm sure you do too. Uh, things that seem like maybe... Um, like bait, clickbait, uh, things that pull us in um, that are not exactly what they appear. So I have another thing for you that has been, you know, really a thorn in my side, which is I've been reading and seeing a lot, especially from men lately, successful men, winners do this, losers do this. And as I was walking Cali, I was thinking about how we often in the entrepreneurial hustle, make money, success world, we create a narrative that people are winners or losers. We, we create these labels and attach them to people as if that's who they are based on, you know, winners wake up at 4 a.m., losers sleep in, winners work when they, with, when there's reasons to have excuses, losers make excuses. Winners find a way, losers find an excuse. <laughs> I don't know, I'm making these up. <laughs> but, but I got, I noticed this and, and I think I, I would relate to myself as a winner. I've won it more often than not in my life, but I was thinking about this and I was like, it's all bullshit. Me relating to myself as a winner, someone relating to themselves as a loser. First of all, who's keeping, who's making the scorecard? Who's deciding who's winning or losing? And more importantly, everyone that wins loses. Michael Jordan lost a lot of games, hundreds of games. LeBron James has lost a lot of championships. People that are successful in business have also lost a lot of deals. If you're a successful real estate agent, there's more houses you didn't sell than the houses you sold. If you're a successful coach, there's a probably, you know, a, a really high chance that more people didn't hire you than hired you. If you're in sales, way more people said no than said yes. 
if you're out there in the dating world, many more people said no to dating you or sleeping with you or having a relationship with you in various degrees than people that said yes. In all sorts of ways of life, most of us, if we actually put ourselves out there, if we're actually going for what we want, most of us lose a lot more than we win. The winning is great and special because it's on the other side of the hardships, the challenges, the losses. If we were winning every time, I, would, I don't think winning would feel special. Um, what makes, I use those sports examples, what makes winning championships so gratifying, electrifying, fulfilling is that these players had to work through losses, work through challenges, overcome hardships. It's that hard. They lost so many times. And I think when we create these categories of winners do this and losers do this, it's like, first of all, it's a way that a lot of people are just going to feel shitty. It's another, it's also misleading. Who the fuck is a winner? Because you have a lot of money, because you drive a certain car, because this business made it. Well, how many times didn't it make it? How many times will you still fail? Do you become a loser? When does someone who falls into the category of loser become winner? I don't know that when we create these boxes that we throw people in, especially when there's only two, that anybody wins. Because if you're in the winner's box, well, you can't ever lose or the expectation is so high as a human, we won't always meet it. You're always in performance. Perform, 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 go, 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 win, 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 succeed, 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 always the next. If you win, well, you better win again. I think it's often why very successful people, a lot of people that I work with are never satisfied. They can never feel good about their life or their business or their relationship because they win and it's never enough. And they need to win again and again and again. And they're never actually fulfilled outside of those moments. So are they actually winners? Because it's almost like an addiction. It's like they need to keep doing it. They need to keep feeding this monster. And if you're on the loser side, well, first of all, that feels like shit. <laughs> um, but if you identify as a loser or you're thrown in the box as a loser, can you even win? If you're like, I am a loser or identify as a loser or people, ident I don't know what shot you have. You're climbing ex an extreme uphill gradient. And even when you win, does it make you a winner? Or did you win and you're still a loser? Um, these are two topics that I'm over, that I don't think serve us, and that are not supporting us. And I think that they're intended to. I think that both what Brandon Bouchard is doing in this winner-loser conversation is supposed to support us and be helpful, but I think it's doing the opposite. You know, I have one more for you today. I was thinking about this this week. We don't talk a lot about politics 
on the show. But we're in trouble here in America. We're not in trouble because of the right or the left. We're in trouble because we created a system where we we're, we're a binary system. It's that same two options. And the reason I say we're in trouble is because we've, I think this has happened more in the last 20 years-ish than, than in the rest of American history. We have really created a political system that feels almost like a sport with a winner and a loser and that we just jockey behind our team. So if you were a Trump supporter or are a Trump supporter, pretty much rallied behind him regardless of what he did. And if you weren't a Trump supporter, for the most part, not everyone, but a lot, no matter what he did, you were against him. And it's going the same way with Biden. If you hated Biden, well, anything good he does, that doesn't matter. And if you love Biden, you're focused on the good and you're kind of pushing aside the bad or you're you're saying things like, well, at least it's not Trump. But it's almost like we're just anchored in on our teams. It's like being a Dodger or a Yankee fan. We forget that we're actually baseball fans, right? Like, yeah, we get to play against each other when the Dodgers and the Yankees play. But overall, we're baseball fans. We're rooting for baseball. If baseball ends, there are no Dodgers or Yankees. I think that a lot of us have forgotten what we're playing for, what we're here for. We become so aligned with our Dodgers or our Yankees, our Republicans, our Democrats, or fuck the whole thing. Like I hate baseball. (laughs) Um, That we've forgotten that there's millions of people whose lives are supported or held up by a system. There's millions of people who live in fear of the system collapsing. There's millions of people that are suffering. And how, you know, the media, almost like the Brendan Burchard tactic, takes advantage of this dramatized space that we're in and gets us to rally and play and jockey and fight with each other or people who we don't know we don't really know what their agendas are. We don't know what they care, what they don't, or what they're really up to. And I think it's really sad. I think it's really sad that, you know, in, in, every, in, in a lot of places, you can go out and be with people and not know what's happening behind the scenes in, in, in these conversations and get along and support each other and help each other. But we've created this divide and we've created this competition in which we're all gonna lose. We're gonna lose if we're white and male, we're gonna lose if we're white and female, we're gonna lose if we're black and male, we're gonna lose if we're black and female. We're gonna lose if we're gay, we're gonna lose if we're straight, we're gonna lose if we're trans, we're gonna lose if we're brown, if we're yellow, we're gonna lose, it doesn't matter. When it's the Dodgers against the Yankees and you gotta pick a side, when it's Democrats and Republicans and you gotta pick a side, we're all gonna lose. 
And the people that benefit is a very small, isolated group. So while you're not gonna be able to dream your, build your dreams in seven days, and you're not a winner or a loser, God, you're so much more than that. You're also not a Republican or a Democrat. I don't even know, you're an American, you're a human, you're a part of this world, but it's so much bigger. I'm gonna leave you with that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can always email me, alex at thedreammason.com. Uh, if you wanna check out my book, Fictional Authenticity, you can find that on Amazon. If you wanna work with me, you can reach out to me at alex at thedreammason.com if you just wanna follow me, Inspirational Alex, or you can listen to podcasts here on thedreammason.com. You can listen to shows on the Frequency Shifter Show, which is a podcast I co-host about everything energy, unseen. You can also hear all things coaching, a podcast I co-host, The Coaching Show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Honestly, I'm just a rebel who found a cause and has a dream, and I'm super grateful for your support. If you got anything from this, please help me out and share this podcast with one person today. You can find me at thedreammason.com or at inspirationalalex on Instagram. You are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.